0: Everybody. welcome back to going for two with Jack Taylor my name is Jack Taylor
1: my name is hunter 2
0: and it is our first time uh, talking to you guys in a few weeks we've uh, just reached a point in football season where I'm not sure I want this to keep going so um, when it times doesn't matter like that,
1: what we say it's just it's just done
0: it's just no fun and until some coaching changes happen uh They don't want to play. We don't want to talk about it. So there we go. So we still want to do a podcast, and it's basketball season. So It is. It is. Going for Two is now a basketball podcast for the first time ever. For the first time ever. So um, that's exactly what we're gonna do. We're gonna talk about basketball. Uh, We are one game into the season, um, so we have a a lot to look forward to, especially after that game. Uh, It seems like we really do have a lot to look forward to. Um, We're gonna kind of give a preview of of what this podcast is gonna look like. We're not gonna do like an in-depth look at the team. We might do that closer to SEC play, um, but just, just talk about what we know right now, uh, and what, what this is going to look like. And we'll also continue doing uh, a pick 'em because college football is still fun, but yeah, just not, Mississippi just state not is our not. team. Right. Um, so yeah, um, I think this is going to be a lot more fun. Hopefully this will get people more interested in, um, in college basketball, uh, specifically Mississippi state college basketball. Cause that, that seems to be on, we seem to be on the rise, um, me and Hunter ha- have uh, talked about this the past few weeks and we really do want to get kind of get into like the bracketology and like all the RPI stuff, how valuable road wins and neutral site wins and all that stuff is um, like, we just think it'd be fun to, to kind of, you know, grow our knowledge about it and share it with you guys as we, as we learn. So um, with that being said, we want to show that we do know ball a little bit. We, we know, we know a little bit of basketball. So um Let's, uh, let's just start naming some players. We were thinking about what, what school to just name players from. And uh, there's a lot of NBA alums. Um, Mississippi State's not the one. so no, no. Um, But we're familiar with the Kentucky Wildcats because yeah. uh, we, we play them a lot. We lose to them a lot. Um, like,
1: like most of their players.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of, of John Calipari and the boys most of the time. Um, but yeah, let's just, uh, let's just do this. Just, just back and forth naming players just to prove that we know ball and that we, uh, deserve to have a college basketball podcast. So, okay. I'll let, I'll let you go go first. Um, I'll let you go. I will
1: take, I will take John Wall.
0: All right. Uh, I'll take Boogie Cousins.
1: I'll take Shea Gildress Alexander.
0: Oh, I'll take Devin Booker.
1: I'll take Carl Anthony Towns.
0: i got Jamal Murray.
1: Julius Randle.
0: Tyler Hero.
1: Bam Adebayo.
0: Let's see, Hunter. This is getting to the point where I don't know ball. Um, uh, Malik Muck. Rajon Rondo. Dang it. Uh, Anthony Davis,
1: Willie Cully Stein.
0: Oh man, um, well, this is De'Aaron uh, uh, Do D- 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 Aaron Fox? Did you already say him?
1: Uh, I'm not sure, but you can take him. Um, All right. 2020 MVP Jamal Murray.
0: Already said him. Oh, oops. Got him.
1: Um. Michael Kidd-Gilchrist, uh,
0: Sharon Fanning Otis. She coached at Kentucky and at Mississippi State. Two Eric birds, Dang it. Um. Oscar Sheavey. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Kevin Knox.
0: Um. I think that's that. That's got me. I'm at the end of my line. Well, uh,
1: that that was. Uh, I I think I think we showed well. one's um, Noel was a big miss there. Um, yeah. You. Uh, who else? Was
0: that's there? tough. Um.
1: I guess if you knew someone else, that it w- wouldn't really be. Eulis I guess maybe
0: yeah well there you go uh, yeah I I'm not I've never claimed to be an NBA guy but college basketball I've, I've always always kind of enjoyed just Mississippi State College basketball in particular I've never I just got into it a little late I got into it during the Rick Ray era and um, I don't know if you know much about Mississippi State basketball back then but it wasn't fun
1: I, I um, don't I don't know a lot it was
0: um, I, I would I would say it's uh, eerily similar to When did Rodney the, Hood
1: happen? Or like that.
0: Uh, scene, that that was that was during Stansbury, I think, um, like late t- late two thousands. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, the Rick Ray era in basketball probably eerily similar to the Zach Garnett era of football. So you missed a lot. Um,
1: I'm, I'm I'm glad to hear that
0: yeah so um this year again super excited about mississippi state basketball uh one game into the season or well, one one game on our official schedule we did play one uh, exhibition game against southern miss that hunter was actually in attendance uh yeah. for um but looking at the arizona state game like really all we got right now is is the box score we both watched that game uh in in the the glorious barstool broadcast and uh Obviously, the first thing that jumps off the page is uh, Trey Fort, uh, five for ten three point shooting, and twenty one points just absolutely tore it up in the first half and and helped uh, tear away from Arizona State pretty early. but um, that was a that was a huge performance from a newcomer and um, but also, Probably what stood out to me the most, Jimmy Bell, um, in the absence of, of Tolu Smith and obviously with with Will McNair, I think transferring over the offseason, um, a big guy to just fill in those holes right there, um, was incredibly important. Played 25 huge minutes for, for us. And, uh, yeah, Jimmy Bell, transfer from West Virginia, on the broadcast said that when he got to Starkville was 335 pounds. Jeez. Does not look like he's 335 pounds now. Like he's I, I was
1: about to say, we have a huge team just by. Yeah, I, I know the yeah. Barstool broadcast was talking about it, but just looking at the dudes, yeah, just, like I mean, trees.
0: <laughs> you'll you'll notice that me and Hunter like to make fun of Cam Matthews a lot. Not make fun of, but just like, what is his specialty? Um, he's he's a big guy, like really yeah. big, and uh, Guy Chole. <laughs> How, t- how tall is he? Uh, like,
1: I I think I think he's six eleven.
0: Okay, but I thought he was pushing seven foot. And then Jimmy Bell, obviously, um, really big, real heavy. Not not three hundred thirty five pounds. He's definitely slimmed down a lot. But uh, I mean, he's a big guy and he can finish really really well. So I think Jimmy Jeffries a to- is
1: also huge. Like he's also very. It's big. Just, yeah. just everyone.
0: Yeah, don't let his one point fool you. He's he's got really good size. Um, But, yeah, I I really did. I I liked the look. Uh, And then, obviously, missing missing Shaq Moore and uh, Keyshawn Murphy, um, those guys will really, really help as well. But uh, first game against a team that was in the tournament last year, had a tournament win last year. Um, I I don't think the season could have started any better. Um, Our defense is still just smothering, suffocating defense. Uh, We were pressing up 22 points at one point, which is just hilarious. But that's just what – Christian's does. I mean he, he never takes his uh uh foot off the gas offensively you know you, s- you still see those struggles especially early and uh close to the end of the game we just got sloppy but um I mean three-point shooting near 40 percent is well improved from our average last year which was around 27 or something um I I, I just think if you can keep it around like 35 where I'd much improved team from last year because yeah. last year we were the worst three-point shooting team in America at 27%, and we still made the tournament. So imagine what a couple more per game can do for you. Yeah. But, yeah, um, yeah. What were, what were your main takeaways? I know I've been talking a
1: lot, but you got yeah, it. We only scored 18 points in the paint. Um, uh, we scored 71 points, and only 18 were in the paint. Uh, yeah. That's... Uh, i i I'm not gonna go you know look at the stats that feels different mm-hmm. uh, and and I know um ten ten threes changes that a whole lot, but i mean it, it was it just looked different offensively than last year and and maybe it was lack of tolu but and and not having like the guy that we just go to and and maybe having a few more shooters. But mm-hmm. it, it it looked completely different. Uh, I'm very excited to see it. Um, not like a great day from a bunch of guys. Like Andrew Taylor, um, he was in there for 11 minutes, um, had a few assists, but he wasn't knocking down shots. Um, he was a 20-point-per-game yeah. scorer last year at Marshall. So, right. so at some point, he's going to light up again. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just super excited to see what happens. Yeah. I think we're a I mean, super deep team right now, even without three players. And I, right. I think once they're back, it's just going to be insane.
0: Yeah. Also, I mean, I don't even know if we've mentioned Josh Hubbard, but he's the all-time leading scorer in Mississippi High School basketball. And we saw six points from him last night, but uh, no assists. And he, he 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 was part of that sloppiness in the, late in the second half, just a couple of turnovers. That, I mean, in his first real collegiate game, I mean, you can just kind of see him, you know, getting his feet under him. Um, he had a really big shot to kind of uh, take the lid off the basket at one point in, in the first half, and it was a, like a really deep three. Um, you can see the potential, but it was just a kind of rough around the edges in that game yesterday. Um, but, man, super excited to have him. I'm, I'm really, really glad he's in maroon and white and not, not red and blue. So um, props to Ole Miss for just uh, firing Kermit a little too late. But... Um, yeah, I am I, excited because we did all that. We scored uh, 71 points. We had a 15-point win uh, and hardly got anything from Josh Hubbard or Andrew Taylor, who are supposed to be our scorers. So, um, yeah, that's, that is super exciting. Yeah.
1: Uh, going into this year um, with the news that Tolu was out, I was, was you know, starting to worry uh, about our non-conference. But looking at it now, um, seeing how we played against arizona state which uh, which I thought was the biggest issue, mm-hmm. maybe Georgia Tech, I'm not sure how they are uh, i I know Rutgers, but th- there's thoughts on Tolu being back for that, but in this stretch of games, I thought the you know the Arizona State game was gonna be the toughest, right. seeing how easy that was that kind of changes everything it it goes from wow, I hope we can survive until Tolu is back as two. Hulu's going to be completely fresh for SEC play. Right. We, we have an SEC Player of the Year caliber guy that we can just go to in SEC play, and he hasn't played a minute.
0: Yeah. I mean, com- completely like unbiased. I mean, unbiased is a strong word since they, they were gambling on the game and were obviously pulling for certain things to happen. But I mean, an unbiased, like, in terms of they don't care about either team uh broadcast was saying like this team still has like an all sec caliber player like just hurt right now coming back during sec play like this team still has the leading
1: score from last year
0: still still has more to <laughs> add like uh that that's crazy people are taking notice very very quickly last year it took us 11 games for people to be like oh yeah mississippi state's like has something going on and then we start out sec play like one in eight or something um so we we Kind of got this media attention over a 11, 12 game stretch, and then completely lost it, and had to build it back up over another couple of months. So um, I, I think it's important to to build that media presence from the beginning. And um, you know, like it or like it or not, I mean, I, I guess there were, there were at least some eyes on that Barstool Invitational. So um, it, it it's important to get that media uh, yeah. really early. But uh, you want you want to talk about the. Uh, the exchanging of the guard with Isaac Stansbury and a coach's son. Two yeah, coach's yeah. sons going out. Yeah, it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a very fun point in the game. Uh, Arizona State was extending the game for like 20 minutes, it seemed like, mm-hmm. and then uh, finally decided it was time to do the the proverbial um, human white flag of putting in the coach's <laughs> son. And you know what we did? Light. We countered with Isaac Stansbury. <laughs> like
0: <laughs> our own white flag.
1: Um. No, that's our white victory <laughs> cigar. <laughs> right, there you go. It, it was beautiful. I enjoyed seeing that. Uh, college basketball. Mm-hmm. Does every team it. have a guy like that? It, they they seem to, yeah. How is there so many of them? Why weren't you one of those?
0: I don't know. I, I couldn't even make my ninth grade team. Much okay. less a d1 basketball team um so looking forward from this game we've got two games uh before we'll have another podcast because we'll we'll continue to do these on thursdays but um two games we got one on saturday against ut martin that's at four o'clock and then next tuesday against north alabama also at home so first time our men's team will uh will play at home in the newly renovated hump which uh has had some some disappointing uh Reviews, at least just on the pictures. I th- I've heard that people that have actually not gone into the hump have have really enjoyed it, and it looks really nice and everything. But um, the pictures weren't exactly what we were all promised. But that's a John Cohen, uh, you know, renovation for you. So, um, but yeah, I again, not not quite sure like what our um, what our schedule looked like. Maybe we'll do like a, a couple episodes per week in SEC play. I know we said that for football, but that didn't really. Paying out because we From didn't want to talk start, about this.
1: We knew that would not be right. going forward. <laughs> yeah,
0: um, but I mean, hey, if this team is is as good as we think they are, and there's like, then there will be enough to talk about twice a week. Um, me and Hunter hope to go to several games this year, and we we really do want to buy in and you know just be a part of you know a fun fun basketball season, a fun time for Mississippi State basketball. Support um, the
1: good coach here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> And keep him here. <laughs> please, please. Um, but yeah, I mean that—that's what I got. Uh, obviously, just two—two two hopefully non-competitive games coming up in the next week, and then um, you know we'll get to some fun ones. Uh, uh, you mentioned Georgia Tech, Washington State. I don't know. It, it's a Power Five game, but who knows? Northwestern after that could be a good one. Um, yeah, and then the Rutgers game uh, close to Christmas uh, will be fun, and then will be to sec play but um yeah i i really am excited about this uh, first time I've, I've really cared this much before a season in mississippi state basketball and probably my life so um
1: completely buying in every game living and dying with the gross basketball that is being played
0: yeah i during the first half yesterday i was literally standing up in my living room because i was so excited i will enjoy um,
1: dozens of these minutes
0: yeah <laughs> at, at, at some point, I will uh, uh, be laying down in my living room and and have my heart rate be way too high uh, when Oscar Shibway gets his nineteenth offensive rebound on one possession. But um, until that happens, I'm I'm super excited and I'm bought in. So is is the is the bad man gone from Kentucky? By the way,
1: I have. Please no tell clue. me. I so. don't know Kentucky ball.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, that is gonna do it for our basketball talk, I guess, and we can move on to our. Uh, to our pick them for, for college football. So, um, yeah, we haven't actually discussed these beforehand, so this will be a surprise to, to both of us. But uh, we'll start these off, uh, and we'll post these uh, as we always try to, if we don't forget. Um, so our pick starts with game number one. Game day should probably be there. Number three, Michigan, at number 10, Penn State. Here you got?
1: Um, it, it does not appear the gym is going to be fired um, I think the deadline for that was like today uh, or yeah. if he was going to be suspended for this game. Um, gotcha. So I think I'm going to go Michigan here. Uh, I would like Penn State right. to win just so simply we get weird, but I'm going to go Michigan.
0: All right. I'm going to take Michigan as well. In game number two, we have another ranked matchup, which seems like we have several of those today. Uh, number 18, Utah at number five, Washington. I'll go first in this one. Um, I'm gonna go Washington.
1: I will be going Washington as well.
0: All right. Game number three, we have number thirteen Tennessee at number fourteen Mizzou. I'll let you start this one. Uh,
1: give me Mizzou. All
0: right. I'll also be taking Mizzou. I I think they're gonna finish the year ten and two. So um, I just I like Mizzou a lot there. Um, game number four. Where game day actually is this week in Athens, we have number nine Ole Miss at number two Georgia. Uh, Brock Bowers coming back for this one, supposedly. I have no clue. That's. I, I don't. Regardless, I think I think Georgia wins this one, but. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'll, I'll be following you with that one. Um,
0: yeah. Uh, I hope so. Um, game number five, we have number seven Texas at TCU.
1: Give me Texas. Quinn, Quinn is back.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll take Texas as well. I mean, seems like we're agreeing on a lot of these, but I mean, I guess I'm just taking the favorites. I don't know. Um, game number six, USC, uh, unranked, finally. Uh, at number six, Oregon. I'm taking Oregon.
1: Uh it's Bowlegs at home. I will be taking.
0: <laughs> all right. Yeah, number uh, game number seven. We have Florida uh, coming off of a loss against Arkansas of all teams. At number nineteen, LSU. Not gonna wait for you. I'm going LSU.
1: Um, should I for sport go Florida?
0: <laughs> no.
1: Okay. Uh, give me LSU. All right.
0: Uh, game number eight, we have Duke at number 24, North Carolina. Uh, it is basketball, basketball season. basketball, baby. <laughs> yep. So we're a basketball podcast now. We had to throw it in. Um, yeah, I, I'll go North Carolina, I guess. I don't know. Give me Duke. Okay. I like it. Finally disagreeing on one, and now we move on to game number nine. Uh, whew, we have Auburn at Arkansas. Um I choose a comment to just hit, hit, hit Fayetteville, and we not have to watch this. But it, in case that it does happen, uh, I'll take uh, I'll take Auburn.
1: I will take Arkansas.
0: Do you know something I don't,
1: or are you just no? Ru- I'm just ru- trying, for to chaos? <laughs> trying to be different. Trying to be different here.
0: <laughs> I I hope Auburn wins. I don't know why. I'm still rooting for Mississippi State to not finish last in the West. We deserve it in every way. Um, But, yeah, Auburn, you're our last hope. Um, And then game number 10, America's Game of the Week, Mississippi State at Texas A&M, 6.30, under the lights, Kyle Field. Yeah, I'm not even going to pretend to pick Mississippi State. Yucky, yucky, stinky. (laughs) Texas a and I'll take them.
1: Uh, give give me the Aggies Wimbo with Jimbo. <laughs> all
0: right. Um
1: uh, Players not, of the week.
0: I'll do a score prediction. That's all I can do.
1: I'll do a player. That's all I can do. <laughs> okay.
0: All <laughs> right. I'll do Texas A&M wins. Um
1: Thirty five to nine. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, Offensive Player of the Week, Malik Ellis, he will catch a pass. Um, defensively, um, uh, um, um, uh, Defensively, DeCarlos Nicholson.
0: <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so I say we're gonna lose thirty-five to nine. You say we're gonna lose Malik Ellis to DeCarlos Nicholson, um, and uh, yeah. So anyway, no pick'em winner for last week. Sorry, we did not post that. We didn't have a podcast, so just kind of slipped our mind. Um, but me and Hunter did our picks individually um, midway through the eleven a.m. slate, and uh, Hunter. Hunter, hunter beat me on that one so he extends his lead to nine games he's now 67 and 33 on the year I'm 58 and 42 um, it's it's we're in womping territory there um, you know, last year it was like a two game two game difference going into the last week it's uh it's not looking good for me guys Is but
1: this a game seven situation for you
0: I think I think every game since week four has been game seven for me and I've lost them all <laughs> But anyway, um, yeah, so that'll move us into our Instagram questions. Hopefully, we'll get we'll get some good ones. I haven't looked at these today, so this will be a surprise to all of us. And, uh, yeah, we have a couple of them here. So Courtney Purvis starts us off with something that's not a question. It's just let's go.
1: Um, not so a question. Think- Please only uh, send Instagram questions.
0: Is our question box a joke to you, Courtney? That's what I have to ask. It didn't say statement
1: um, box, exclamation box. It said questions.
0: That's tough. And Brooks Taylor um, stacks up three questions here. Was that a fun game or what? I guess the, I guess the Arizona State game. Yeah, that game yeah, that was a good was, time. I enjoyed
1: that. It <laughs> was
0: very, very fun. Um, I forgot what it was, life felt like. <laughs> there were, there were Out of the 40 minutes total, there were probably... Twelve that were just gross, um, which is perfectly perfectly fine. Um, I, what what was the longest stretch Arizona State had without scoring?
1: There was like it's like six six minutes twenty seconds without a field goal.
0: <laughs> I remember last year it was like a ranked match. Or no, we, I don't think we were ranked, but we were playing A and M, who was like a, I think maybe a top ten team at the time. And we held him like 12 minutes without a field goal. And I'm just like, <laughs> like how is this
1: happening? How is this just a like small thing you're talking about?
0: They're like, oh, yeah. Um, I guess I guess m hasn't scored in a while. Well, with a little... to,
1: to be fair, it was probably like a 6 nothing scoring run. <laughs> <laughs> That's very bad. All valid. six were free throws. We went six yeah. for 28 on them.
0: Like, yeah, sh- surely we've built a thirty-point lead by now. No, we're nope. we're we're, nope. we're losing.
1: We're losing by two.
0: <laughs> the the best thing about last year's team was like we would be down ten with like four minutes left, and then you would like literally blink, and we have tied the game up. And you're just, <laughs> it's time, where... <laughs> time for growth again. <laughs> where did this team come from? Um. Two
1: steals and a free throw.
0: (laughs) Three yards and a cloud of field goals. Um, I don't know. I don't know what that was. Also, we forgot to mention, 17 of 22 on free throws last night. Yeah, that's Um, big. Huge. Uh, Tolu was not factored into that, so do take that with a grain of salt. But, um, yes, Brooks, that game was very, very fun. Um, Hopefully we have several more like that. Um... Brooks Taylor, what could we be at full strength in basketball? It's a very good question. I think it looks a lot like it did last night. I mean, I I think even when Tolu and Shaq are in, like, that's what I want it to look like. Like defensively especially, uh, with Josh Hubbard and Andrew Taylor, you know, score from the outside, I think it could be great. Trey Fort keeps on scoring like this team could be the same defensive team from last year, but scoring like upwards of 70 a game, and uh, that's very scary. But uh, anyway, uh, last question from Brooks is actually going to dip back into football just a bit, and he just says Parsons, question mark. Um, Chris Parsons did come in, tail end of the Kentucky game, and although did not lead a touchdown drive, uh, had two or three drives that really he just... He was excited. His presence alone was better than any quarterback play we've seen in a long time. Um, I, I He had one deep pass to Tulu or Justin Robinson. Can't remember who, but looked really, really good. And he's one of the guys, like me and my father-in-law have noticed, even like just in his warm-ups, you see the ball just like literally jump out of his hand, like no other quarterback on that sideline. Um, and that's, we saw that translated into his couple of possessions against Kentucky. Obviously, the circumstances were crappy. I mean, we were playing terrible, but um, he was he was exciting to watch. So, anyway, that's going to do it for this first ever Going for Two basketball episode. Um, yeah, if you liked it, just uh, let us know what we can do better. Let us know some segments that we can do to make this, you know, just a, a more fun more fun podcast and more basketball uh, centered. hopefully uh, you know as we learn more about college basketball and uh, in this team, you guys can too. So again thanks so much for listening for 102 I'm Jack Taylor. Thanks for listening to going for two with Jack Taylor.
1: president. Um, there's pronunciation guides on the State Basketball.
0: Should we go down and listen to some of them? <laughs> oh, it's not that? the players doing it? No.
1: <laughs> Dang it. Well, it's only Tolu as well.
0: <laughs> oh, and and his like phonetic, <laughs> like the way that his
1: name Toe. is said phonetically, it just
0: says "toe." <laughs> Lou. I was
1: I was going here to see um what the, what their NLI nil prices were, but I, I can't say I see them. Oh yeah, here they are. DJ Jeffries, how much? How much are your services? Post anything, $65. <laughs> Appearance, $164. That seems worth it.
0: For DJ to just show up at my birthday <laughs> party? Just,
1: just show up. Tolu Smith posts is $13. Can we get a um, Tolu Smith shout out, for, shout out for $17? Please. I just want...
0: What about uh, Isaac Stansberry?
1: <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that is $24. He knows his worth.
0: <laughs> That's crazy. What about Guy is $64. Let's go see
1: what Guy thinks.
0: <laughs> what does Guy think he's worth?
1: up oh, he doesn't have a... He's not in I.L. Mm. Uh, Josh Hubbard is neither... Is... Shaq. $24 for a shout-out. $130 for an appearance.
0: What do I got to do for a cam line?
1: Um, for a cam line, $12. Okay.
0: That's definitely worth it.
1: For an appearance of cam, it's
0: $47. Also, Jimmy Bell... If he came to campus, 335 pounds, he's now 280. Um, I I don't know if that's a healthy amount of weight to lose in eight months.
1: Um, Look, I just want a DJ Jeffries appearance. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just come on the podcast?
1: DJ Jeffries. Imagine
0: us just sitting here for 40 minutes, just DJ Jeffries, DJ Jeffries, DJ Jeffries, DJ Jeffries.
1: <laughs> I, I can't believe... Uh, Isaac Stansbury prices. He might be the most expensive on the team.
0: (laughs) His cameo has been just.
1: It hasn't. I I can. can. (laughs)
0: That's. What about what's uh what's old Jimmy Bell charging?
1: He's not.
0: What about oh, his okay. goatee?
1: IL game. How much, how much are we charging for this?
0: How much for a Luke Meyer appearance?
1: Dozens of dollars. <laughs> a, um, dozen,
0: a dozen $1 bills.
1: Uh, how, uh, how much do you think of Jessica Carter? Uh, uh, shout out. $8. $14. It's a good price. Wow. I feel like she has like a pretty big following, right?
0: I have no idea. I'm not one of her followers.
1: Name another Mississippi State women's basketball player. Uh, Name your top three.
0: You've certainly put me on the Go spot. Ahead. Victoria, Go ahead. Victoria Vivians. Uh, she's definitely in my top three. Uh, Tierra McCowan and Morgan William.
1: Oh, <laughs> my God, I just looked at her softball NIL prices.
0: Are they higher than they should be?
1: How much do you think a Riley St. Clair appearance costs?
0: Probably $300.
1: $591. <laughs> Jeez. QB One money is crazy. Um, I, I guess this has been it for the after show. Um Thanks thanks everyone for for listening. Mm-hmm.